Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Engvall with my guys, Robbie and Mike. Talk some kicks. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Yo, I'm doing good, man. I just ate dinner, so I'm perfectly happy. How you doing, Robbie? I have like four different DMX songs stuck in my head at once. So <laughs> I'm good? Question mark? Great. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, How you doing? I mean, I, I'm good. I'm good. I don't have uh, I don't have DMX stuck in my head, but I'm sure you know. That's my favorite part about recording this podcast with with Robbie is like you never know what song you're going to walk away with stuck in your head by the end of the recording. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? What's my mother? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, we won't go there. <laughs> this, week was dog. this week it is DMX. So uh, let's just jump right into uh, what are you what are you rocking? What are you copping this week? Man, today, God, I left the house once today. I put on my Jordan One lows just because they were next to the door, so nothing special there. Uh, copping, I don't even know. I mean, not not much out there. I want. I mean, I've. I'm probably going to try for the biohack Jordan 1s for Robbie, but for me, then it's not too much out there. Maybe the fragment Jordan 3s. I don't know. Nothing's really just like blown my mind lately. Now I have, it's getting hard out here for a pimp. It is hard to think of a pair of shoes sometimes. And it's, it, it can be a, a mixed bag. As I try to think about what shoes I've been wearing, it's like, man, what she like, I guess I have been wearing, I found a pair of ultra boost dead stock in my closet that I didn't know I had. <laughs> so I was like, Oh shit, fresh ultra boost. So, um, I actually started wearing those and they're the gold medals. So it has like the, the black back to them or whatnot. So I thought those were pretty tight. Um, and I went running in them and I was like, okay, the ultra boost still runs very well. Um, you really can't beat that cushioning for as many other technological advances there will be beyond boost. The ultra boost just does it so well. Like that's my, that, that's my two cents. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to Coffin, uh, what were those Reeboks, Mike, like the, the retro runners, I'm trying to find the name of them here. Oh, dude, this is like a numbers, like F19. Oh, hold on. Crap. 
I have it too. I mean, I there's see, like, there, I remember like losing it because I do remember I did really like those. Oh it, my god! Retros. They come mm. in like one pack together. Yeah, it's a uh, rust pack. Yeah. Hold on, my brain's gonna help you out in a second. It is two different pairs: FZ 1690s and then the 1689s. Um, yeah, those are sick. I think those are both super clean. You know, they kind of remind me of like the live action transformers because really? yeah i mean they have like kind of like an exoskeleton look to them and yeah. they're kind of like robotic looking but they're still kind of organic and that's like the big separation between the horrible michael bay movies and then the classic cartoon like the michael bay stuff it really does make the transformers look like people when they're in their like yeah robot form or decepticon form Mm-hmm. So like I, I like that vibe. I kind of like the cage, but it's not a cage. Well, I'm describing it poorly. We posted it on Sneaker History <laughs> earlier this week. I started um, searching for them because there's not a they're they're not a traditional drop. Apparently, they're just going to pop up, and it's at um, it's at three stores. It is going to be uh, Packer Bodega and then sneakers and stuff. And it says starting early September. So I've been kind of browsing those three sites since we uh, got the info on them, but I haven't found them yet. So me either. It's, I think those were, those were super clean. So it's like yeah. not to buy shoes right now, but if you twisted my arm, that would be something I'd want to cop. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> How about you, Nick? Now, what have you been looking at? Uh, I definitely like those, uh, that like, the the one, not the colorway with the gum, but the other, the, the blue like, one. Yeah, like got the blue and red, and is it like maybe like a little bit of teal or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that those are pretty dope. So I uh, I rocked the repeating what I rocked uh, like a week or two ago, the Jordan three free throw line, or sorry, not the free throw lines, the eighty eights. White cements. Mm-hmm. That was today. Take the dog for a walk. Made a little uh, pit stop at uh, at the hardware store, and then I would say on my like wish list, uh, the starfish orange Air Jordan fours. If they weren't women's exclusives, but. Call them what they're gonna call them, Nick. You know what they're gonna call them already. Just say it. <laughs> Shatter backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, like that shoe, that shoe, that color. I mean, come on. That's like you might as well throw a Giants logo on that sh- on the tongue of that shoe or on the heel of that shoe. So um, maybe maybe I'll luck out and they'll make like a size fourteen women's or something, and I can and I can squeeze. But. Yeah, make fringe like Sue Bird or something. Like, hey, I need to get, I need your help. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I have to throw it out there, I'm really curious about the the ISPA ISPA whatever that crazy silhouette is. It's like the split toe one. Yeah, it's like the split sole and like mm-hmm. double stack zooms. Oh, that yeah. one. Oh, okay. I think it's a warrior, road warrior or something like that. Yeah. Um, I saw some new, co- a new colorway on uh, just fresh kicks earlier and was like, okay, I could, I could get with this just because I think that's one of those shoes that 
I don't think it's like by any means like a great looking shoe. I think it's weird and I think people would ask about it. And that's why I think it's cool. But I don't want to pay $500 for it. So no thanks. Yeah, that's a bit pricey for that. I can, I can literally I mean, pay $500 to have somebody make me shatter backboard Jordan 4s. <laughs> make them from scratch. Yeah. No, I mean, I think if you got like this, the the Motorsport 4s and it's did a little bit of work, you could very easily make those a shattered backboard 4. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Shoot, I mean, hey, I told you, wait for the 13s. You'll, you'll get the pack. You, you'll get both of them. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, we got a review that we haven't read, I believe. Or did we read the JT Platinum? No, we got we got to read that one. You want to you go for it? Sure. I already have it here in front of me. So this one comes from JT Platinum. And it says, Nick, Robbie, and their ever-changing list of guests help contextualize the sneaker market in ways other sneaker podcasts simply don't. They're deep in the sneaker world, have a historical basis, and help put perspective on all that's going on. I love listening to the episodes that talk about the business and how things could be improved. If you want to know about the world that exists beneath the hype, hit the subscribe button. Thank you, Platinum. You're like golden in my heart right now. That's a really good. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remembered I was here, I mean, God dang. Apparently, I'm just 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 hanging around. <laughs> no, I mean, Mike, uh, and you're like always here, too. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not make a burner account in this. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, Mike, we we are just here to serve Robbie's needs anyway, right? Like, you know, this, this is how the review's been going for the last couple of years, where you know people come for Robbie's comedy, and and Mike and I are just kind of the filler, and that, I'm cool with that. You know, All right, you know, we just hang around. We'll support. <laughs> Make me feel like Beyonce. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're that's the beauty of it is three Beyonces. That's a dream within itself. <laughs> uh, see, I, I, I'd be the uh, I'd be the odd man out, and I'm the, I'm the like the big Kelly Rowland fan. So <laughs> sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, there's that little Wayne song she did. You know what I'm talking about? Little Wayne, Kelly Rowland. Um, I vaguely well, remember, but I couldn't put the name. There was like there was like the Destiny's Child, like no, there's that one. Uh, then Soldier, the, right? Yeah, that's that's one with Little Wayne. But there's a Little Wayne and Kelly Rowland song. I know it. That had to be what 2012, 2011. I just kind of remember kind of like the tune, but I can't think of the name of the song. I'm a be a motivation. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well, then you can't, I mean, if you're talking about collabs with Kelly Rowland, can't, we cannot talk about Nelly. Yeah. That's the original (laughs) original collaboration. Uh, And she's texting you through Excel. Yeah. Still one of the greatest memes of all time. (laughs) I never realized that until I got older. I was like, wait a minute. That is a spreadsheet. I mean, I never realized how much Nelly influenced everything about me. 
I still want to be number one, you know? Two is not the winner, winner and three nobody remembers it, you know? And then, and Robbie still wears a Band-Aid underneath his left eye, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> and my tag is so deep. I got like a <laughs> funny. So I, I'm going to just throw it out there. Um, I, I can't remember when it went up, but it was like probably five or six years ago. But when – uh, if you if you remember the video for Dilemma, Nelly and Kelly Rowland, uh, Nelly's wearing the Air Jordan 8s, the Bugs Bunnies, and then he's yeah. also wearing the Nike Air Force One West Indies, which are super dope. But on top of that, he's also wearing, uh, I think, like some ponies or some Sockonies or something like that. It's, Dang, three shoe man. changes in one video? Yeah, yeah. Unheard of. Right. I mean, <laughs> he, he probably had as many as many fitteds and as many jerseys, too. So, yeah, I mean, but I'm sure if you if you Google it, you probably find sneaker history. There's definitely a post on the site about it. <laughs> nice. Dude, we got to put that one back up to the top now. I mean, last thought on Nelly. Has anybody ever been so hot and then just like not been hot? <laughs> he came in, made so much money. I mean, Nelly made buku money from 2000 to 2010, and now he's just like a real husband of Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he had a. I mean, he had a good run. That show's hilarious too. Don't get. Oh that. yes, I love that show. <laughs> but he had, he had a good solid run. I mean, didn't he do a little acting? He, uh, he was in like, the Longest Yard. He was so good. The Longest Yard rocks. I mean, his first two, his first album, Country Grammar, is obviously just like. A certified classic. Mm-hmm. Like he has, he has a legit classic. He has a lot of whack music too, but he also <laughs> people have whack music and okay good music. He has a certified classic and bad music. So it's like the whole spectrum is there. But he was so good when he was on top. Yeah, like him and the Saint Lunatics, they they kind of ran it for a while. Man, don't even get me started on Mercifully. I, I, <laughs> but I mean, just did what did he do for sneakers? I would say more than most rappers. I and mean, a lot of people wear shoes, but like outside of him, Mac Miller, Frank White, not Frank White, Frank Ocean, Wale has a Nike song. Mm-hmm. Like to have an immortalized Nike song. What you call it, hat one, but I mean. Uh, What's his name? Oh my god, the dude from Seattle. I can't think of his name. Yeah, I mean, but there's, there's good ones. There's like good fashion songs, but like Air Force Ones is legitimately a great. Oh, that's the one. Like a great bad song. Yeah. <laughs> he just got the. Uh, it's funny. They was it Cactus Plant Flea Market just sent him their newest uh, Air Force Ones. They're doing another another run of them this time, but I don't think they're IDs. I think they're just gonna be releases. And they uh, they sent them the white and the black pair. Frank Ocean just wanted all she wanted is Nikes, but Nelly just wants Air Force Ones. He's a very simple man, not not complicated. Wale with Nike boots, Nike mm-hmm. feet by Mac Miller. There's more out there, but just like oh, you're talking about a uh, Macklemore. Thank right? you. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. one was Wings or something. But yes, yeah, so I was like, I know this freaking song. No, <laughs> Mac Miller has one too. Yeah, Nikes yeah. on my feet. Well, yeah. Well, no one likes Macklemore. I was like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one likes Macklemore. His shoes are sick. Like those, the sixes are impeccable. They're both the emerald and the, well, the I guess the salmon color. Both are very nice, insanely nice. Like 
elite, but th- that music's I don't not know. so he, good. He has some positive messages going out. I can't, I can't hate on him, you know? Oh, I'm not going to hate on the positive messages. I just couldn't, like, they uh, listened to it one time. Oh, that was cool, and I never listened to him again. I'm just going to go back to the iTunes playlist. Like when the uh, when the uh, what was that? some some line about your grandpa's Velcro kicks or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that was the pawn shop song or no, the, whatever the resale shop song was. The name yeah, song. I uh, yeah. The name of it. It was on every second for two years straight. Dude, I have this great talent of blocking things out in my brain. So if I don't want to hear it or think about it, it can be put a dungeon locked up forever. <laughs> yeah, and that's in that dungeon. Um, that's awesome. So uh, I mean, we might as well continue on with the uh, on the on the musical note, right? Where uh, now we're we got a uh, Travis Scott about to drop some some McDonald's burgers or something. I don't know. All I, I know, know all I know, Nick Robbie, I will tell. You, I'm gonna delete all my social media if I see somebody selling a goddamn burger on resale. I quit. I quit all platforms if that happens. Hey, see, I'm I'm looking for work, so I'm going to be at McDonald's buying so I can't resell them. So if you need Mc- Travis Scott, holler at me. To <laughs> see, then I think of the guy uh, Longest Yard again with a Terry Crews' character who just pulled out <laughs> burgers from everywhere. Yeah, he's going to be that guy slinging Travis Scott burgers. Uh, please don't do it, guys. I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna get the, you. Someone's gonna get some of his moldy old burgers. Like, yo, fresh from three days ago. <laughs> Very near DS. What? what? <laughs> so I know other people who are listening have seen videos or at least read reports of how long you can leave out a McDonald's burger without it getting bad. The answer is a long time. So <laughs> you can legitimately ship and send that burger through authentication. Fully edible, I guarantee you. The uh, cheese, not- man, the cheese is gonna be so gross. No, man, go. There's time lapse videos. If you want to no. be freaked out, go watch the time lapse video of McDonald's burger being left out, and it's it's horrifying how long it took <laughs> oh for that thing to start showing signs. It's oh man, are you serious? Yeah, it's. Oh. Nick, could, could we put that in? The description of this episode, <laughs> link. Yeah, yeah, we'll find it. Well, that's the thumbnail for this video, guys, or this uh, this podcast. Agent Burger. <laughs> it's just you, you can definitely flip your burger and then still eat it. So, so, I mean, people tried to resell the, the Popeyes chicken sandwich when they first came out, right? So, uh, true. Th- throw some Travis Scott on there. I mean, I know plenty of people flipped the the Reese's peanut butter or Reese's. Uh, cereal like yeah. bowls and the cereal itself but i mean it's mcdonald's like there's going to be so many of these things right dude i just i don't i you know what it's not i don't understand well the lines like mcdonald's lunch lines are already decently long think about when they actually drop think about all the people just just the hype beast and like oh i want a travis scott burger which what it is is just a big mac with bacon on it or, or sorry, quarter pounder with bacon on it, and it comes with a side of barbecue sauce, and it's a six dollar meal, which is super pricey for a McDonald's meal. And you get this weird looking janky toy apparently with it. Grilled onions, man! You forgot the grilled onions. Uh, that's worth 
That's worth millions. <laughs> worth his no, weight nobody gold. knows how to grill onions like Travis Scott. Yo, if he's oh, making a burger, I'm a wait line. I want to see this. If he's grilling a burger for me. <laughs> I just wonder, like, collaborations like this, like, how how long are we going to be going with these types of things, you know? Like, it's just him, though. Like, I don't – I was saying this earlier. I don't know what you would do with that kind of popularity where people want to buy a burger with your name on it. Like – I truly, I, I can't think of any besides like people buy pretty much anything with Jordan's name on it. I haven't seen anything to this level where it's like, it's, it's a little burger. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can, I can understand like from, from his perspective, right? I'm smart. I ain't mad like, at him at all. I'm mad at the people buying it. All right. So I, no, let me go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, if you're, if you're eating at McDonald's already, and you, you know, happen across like, oh, Travis Scott, then, you know, m- might as well try it, right? Might as well. But <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> just for everybody's knowledge, I found the video and I'm watching it. And by day 20, there's still no signs of mold or anything wrong with the burger. <laughs> Yo, I don't eat McDonald's much, but you've literally, I think you just put the nail in the coffin. I don't think I ever need to go there again. It's sitting out on a plate. Seriously. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's. I'm quite cool. upset about this right now. Good I mean, or a local burger chain. Yeah, yeah, for real. But I got to say, back in the day, McDonald's had some, had some cool toys when I was a kid. At oh, least yeah. I, thought, I thought it was. No, for sure. And I still like a shamrock shake once every couple of years. I'm not too cl- I'm not too, too proud to say that, you know? Yeah. I think I actually, I mean, now that I'm, now that I'm moved and like going to start unpacking everything, um, I think I actually have some, some of the like dream team cups from McDonald's from 92. That's dope. Not that I'm completely a hoarder or anything, hanging out (laughs) for 30 years, but that's me. <laughs> oh god, dude, that is a uh... hey man. You know what? It is what it is. Because now I thought back, I have to retract my statement of. I mean, I was a kid, but at the same time, I remember when Pokemon's a big thing, like going to McDonald's or Burger King for Pokemon stuff. So I'm like, all right, look, I retract my statement, I guess. But I'm just, I'm still confused. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. I did. I did catch them all. <laughs> Um, I was going to, I can't remember. There was something else I thought was kind of interesting in the news. Uh, hmm. Oh, Foot Locker. Foot Locker donated, uh, what, like 1.5 million shoes or something like that? Oh, dang. I didn't see Uh, that. Yeah, I can't remember where I saw that. But I thought it was super dope. I'll find the link to it and, and throw it in the description. But uh, with Souls for Souls, if you're not familiar, um, you know, that's somebody that I would like to partner with in the future to do like a giveaway or not a giveaway, but like a shoe drive type thing. Because, um, you know, just like the craziness that's going on in the world right now, seeing so many people get evicted and all these like, uh, you know, all these videos that you see on online. But um, I think... I th- I'm pretty sure it was like 1.5 million pairs of shoes they donated, which 
props to them. That's super dope. Any anything else you guys got news wise? Um, quick tidbit. Uh, we found out where Wex was going, and it's a pretty cool move. Um, saw that he's actually leaving the sneaker business and heading over to Shopify, which is, um, I think a really cool move. And I mean, best of luck to him. That's mean, keep it short and sweet. What's up with yeah. those dunks with like funky, like the funky kind of outsole that released lady dunks. Now you have the, the dunk low disrupt. Yeah, those are a female or a female lady. Uh, good Lord. I can't even get a word right. A women's exclusive. Uh, I mean, of course, I think they come in extended sizes, but it's a, it was designed for, for women's, uh, I guess, the women's line. A female lady. Okay. Female lady <laughs> women. <laughs> I mean, they released this past weekend, and I thought they were pretty cool. I mean, they didn't go up to my size, so I didn't buy them. But this... I think if you're going to do – you do – like Nike does a lot of things to the Air Force One. You'll see every kind of like, you know, disrupted midsole, you know, raised heights, all these things. But the dunk doesn't get touched that much in terms of like changing the tooling. So I like this. I'm also a big fan of like the Air Max 90 current and stuff like that where you just kind of do something different. So – it's not news, but I thought those were cool. And I would like to see more dunks release and like funky, kind of like the Sakai feel for the blazer, but yeah. like a dunk. That'd be cool. I'm actually surprised those didn't sell out. I mean, anything dunk or dunk adjacent seems like it's just gone immediately. It is kind of crazy how everything dunk seems to sell right now but mm-hmm. i'm wondering if that uh what was it like the community garden dunk which is not an sb i'm kind of curious if that's actually gonna sell well oh dude it's, i guarantee it's gone i mean like, ooh, dunk i don't care what it looks like i'm gonna buy it i agree don't so, waste your thumb power nick don't don't even click on sneakers <laughs> just save, save five minutes of your life yeah, I, I try to avoid sneakers as much as possible because it's so disappointing. Even like try, <laughs> trying to get anything, even and then the, the the worst part about it is like I don't feel as emotionally attached when I don't get something and it's for Robbie, but then I still come on here and f- talk to you guys and feel bad that Robbie didn't get the shoe he was trying to get. <laughs> so no matter what, it's just like sneakers L all the time for me. There are so many L's. I'm going to start saving that forearm strength for something else. It's just not worth it. Anymore. Anything. Like the, the data you use, anything. I can find way more things to use my time. With that said, I'll probably still keep trying, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <same laughs> what, tomorrow or what's Saturday? What day did uh, the biohacks come out? I don't know. It's like, per my last email, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll still hang out with you. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, I guess thinking about like all these uh, L's we're about to take, we figured we'd just prepare for them and come up with a list of some of the Jordan retros that we should, we think we should see, I guess, in the, in the coming months, right? Like maybe in the next year, I'm going to toss this to you, Robbie, cause you got, you got the list going. And I'm going to toss this last M&M down my throat. No, I'm just kidding. So um, the whole list kind of came to fruition by, recent news of the Air Jordan 4 
fire red releasing with Nike Air branding in the back. So that got us thinking, what other Air Jordan original colorways have retroed in the past, but haven't retroed in a long time? Thinking like five years plus, as I look at the list, everything is at least five years. We're going more on like seven, eight, nine, ten years for a lot of these shoes. But the Fire Red is one of those Jordans that, I mean, most collectors, I think all three of us really enjoyed that colorway. And it's definitely iconic. But, and like the, the, with how many Jordans there are out in the world now, and if you want to make that even smaller and just call out the Jordan 4, you have like the white cement and the bread, but then you just have so many good collabs and so many good retro pluses that the fire red kind of gets forgotten about. There's there's tons of fire reds, fire red three, fire red five, you know, fire red four. It's like with that many options, it kind of gets forgotten about. But when it comes back on Black Friday this year, there's going to be a lot of fanfare for it. But like, how do you guys navigate that? Do you think about the fire red four? Like in terms of like your favorite colorways or an important colorway, or is it just an OG colorway that happens to be just like an OG colorway? So we keep talking about it because we are by default. Like, how do you feel about it? It doesn't, uh, I guess I don't think about it as much because I always get kind of blindsided by white cement, black cement, military blues. Now I see it, of course I want it, but it's just one of the ones I like, oh, it's an original, I appreciate it, but I never really sit and think about it as much. I mean, I have a pair of the, what, 2012s, and, like, it would be nice to have a Nike Air on the back, but at this point, it's not that big of a deal to me. Um, I'd rather have the space than, you know, the double up of, of a pair of shoes at this point, but... I don't know. Like I definitely think of like certain, certain moments watching MJ in that era when I see shoes like that come back. And I feel like if, you know, not to keep picking on the sneakers app, but if the shoes were actually available pretty easily, I would, I would probably buy a lot more of the, those types of shoes because of the nostalgia. Same. I think the the hardest part about sneakers right now to me is not the fact that I just, not the fact that like it's a challenge to get them or you need a bot or whatever, but like you have to, you have to literally pay attention every single day of the week to make sure that things don't change, that a drop hasn't been pushed to a different date to see who's actually releasing it, who's doing a raffle, who's doing, you know, draw, who's doing like all these different things. Mm -hmm. And it's still, it's, it's still really weird to me that you just can't buy shoes that you like, which I guess for me, like, you know, I like the Jordan four, especially the fire red, probably, you know, behind the militaries, it's probably my favorite. I mean, I like the blacks too, but I think as I get older, I just end up buying other shoes because they're available and I can get them without having to fight to get them or having to like dedicate so much time. Cause I rather have my time than, you know, the struggle that comes with trying to get a pair of something that's hyped up or, you know, really sought after. Yep. I think the Jordan four in recent years, it just gets more and more competitive. Like you have the cause, 
you have the unions, you have Travis Scott's, you have Levi's. Um, I mean, all these, they make a brand new colorway of the Jordan 4 every other year, at least once. So when you just have a hundred plus models and colorways to choose from, like the fourth best OG colorway of Michael Jordan's fourth model might get a little lost in the weeds. But I mean, I tried to buy it in 2012. I tried to buy it in store too. I specifically remember trying to get that shoe. And then like there was the, the Mars for a couple of years before that, right? With mm-hmm. Spike Lee on the back heel. I thought that was super cool. But like, unlike Nick, I think if you don't have a pair, it would be one that longtime collectors are probably looking to add. So I'm, I'm definitely in that boat. I've always wanted a pair. I will not pay. Re- I think I've told other people this. I will not pay resale on a pair of OG Jordans because they always come back. And this is just another example of why I don't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, it's, it's a good shot for people who want them. But I mean, if you don't want to go through the frustration, like Nick was saying, or if you just kind of don't love it compared to the other colorways as much as Mike was saying, it's just kind of going to get lost. But um, Black Friday is a time where Jordan likes to really use a holiday to kind of push different models. So, I mean, like the unions, those popped off. That's no surprise. But in 2018, I didn't think everybody knew how big those were going to be. But then like the Altitude 13s in 2017, True Blues in 2016, um, Aquas in 2015, Infrareds in 2014. um, You know, just like not the most sought after Jordan of each model, but like definitely fan favorites, right? So I think Red is definitely like a fan favorite, but not not mandatory. Portugal was pretty good. 2011 was... uh Black Cement 3s in 2012 was actually two shoes. 2012 was uh, Black Cement 4s and then Raptor 7s. Exactly. But it's just like not the – you don't think about the Raptor 7 as the first. Oh, no, you don't. I just think they're just solid releases. But what do you think? I mean, I don't want to go too far off topic, but with this year, a lot of places are kind of canceling Black Friday. What do you think is all – you think it's going to be easier to get online, which I laugh when I say that out loud. But you know what I mean? Is it – is all the stock going to go online as opposed to foot lockers who aren't really seeing much inventory coming in? I don't know. Like I got really lucky with my DMPs because I got them on a restock on like a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If you can't buy them in store and they just have a million pairs sitting online and you drop them every couple days online, that's fantastic to me. Yeah. It's like preferred actually. I mean, I think we'll end up seeing a bunch of black Friday stuff the same way we normally do. I think that, you know, as much as like the economy is kind of garbage right now and a lot of people are struggling and a lot of people are out of work, you know, the, the energy that comes from those types of, you know, sales and releases and anything that, anything that they could, you know, continue to make happen in terms of those products that they drop for Black Friday, we'll still see it. We'll still see some craziness that we, we don't expect. I mean, I think, I think, you know, people, people are just like hungry for that kind of stuff anyway. And then on top of that, you got like the resale market of all this stuff, you know, there's a whole new world of, of people 
reselling everything, right? It's not just sneakers now. It's like, I'm going to resell, you know, web cameras and swimming pools and bicycles and, and burgers. Yeah. Like and burgers, <laughs> you know, like Travis Scott burgers. So, I mean, I just need to, uh, I, need, I just need to, I'm actually probably just going to check out, let you guys finish the podcast. I'm going to create like a, a, like a drive, dry ice freezer thing so I can <laughs> ship my burgers. And then I'll, uh, I'll post up the picture in front of, you know, a thousand burgers and I'll stand there and like blur out my face, even though my name's on my Instagram. <laughs> then have six more friends come in and take pictures in the same spot and people wonder, wait a second. Yeah. Maybe I could burger. sell, maybe I could, so you could pay a hundred dollars to stand in front of my Travis Scott burgers to take a picture. So you could be internet famous. Hey, <laughs> I like it. Next entrepreneur. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. So <laughs> <laughs> this might work. But moral of Nick's story is that COVID will kill you, but it will not kill consumerism. So um, <laughs> exactly. That's the best way you could have put that. Yeah. I mean, so we'll kind hey, of go- before we before you go, Robbie, uh anybody that anybody that's a Patreon member gets free photos for life. So uh Boom. you just gotta join our Patreon. You don't have to pay the hundred dollars to take the picture in front of whatever uh, burgers I get. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't entice you, I don't know what will. I'm following now. All right. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I mean, all right. So we'll just go through these next couple shoes: um, the Air Jordan Two Varsity Red, last seen in 2014. Uh, I. I love that shoe, but God damn it, it's uncomfortable. Um, I'd like to see it back, though, with premium materials. What do you guys think? If it's not a low top two, I really don't want it, so I can miss on this one. Oh, I'm, I, I'd take a pair for sure. I, I, I agree with you. Completely uncomfortable, but I don't have I don't have a pair, and I would love to have a pair just collectible. Collector's they're reasoning. They're, they're just pretty. Like, there's something, if I get again, they're going on the mantle. And I'm gonna put a plant in them. That'd be a really good idea. So yeah. Um, next shoe here, Nick. I know you like this one because you wore it. Um, it's the White Cement Three, last seen in 2013, commemorating the 1988 dunk contest from the free throw line. That's a shoe I've never owned, and I will fight somebody's grandmother to get it. So that's an instacop. Like that's one of the few shoes. I don't double up on many, but that, that will be a double upper. Yeah, that's one I need in the collection. I've never had the white cement threes. Uh, I miss on it every time it came out some kind of way, but yeah, that's, that's definitely one I want to add to the collection as well. So as soon as they drop it, I'll figure something out. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those shoes that you, you should just have as a sneakerhead, right? Like you should have either white cement or black cement threes in your collection. Doesn't matter if it's a Nike or Jordan. It's just like such a classic shoe. Real talk. I wanted a pair so bad. I bought a pair off of eBay in like 2010. And guess what? They were fake. So Uh, I say I've never had a pair because I ended up giving them to my friend who doesn't know sneakers. And I was like, hey, man, you can just have these. And he's like, oh, shit, thank you. Like, you're welcome. Hey, you know what? You did a good deed, though. You made someone happy. I made somebody happy. I, I lost out. I think I paid like 200 and something bucks because it was like low, but not too low. But now I know better. I did not know better then. So I don't own them. So next up here, 
we had the military blue four mike's favorite shoe of all time um i love that shoe came back in 2012 i have since sold mine so i don't own them anymore so i thought these were going to retro like two years ago so i sold them thinking i would buy another pair soon but here we are so definitely bring that one back Oh, yeah. See, just like you said, you're going to fight someone's grandmother for the Black Cement 3s. I'll fight anybody for the military Blue 4s. Like, my pair I still have from 2012, which, again, this is a time where I walked into a store a few days after release and bought them very easily. So, mine are pretty beat. I mean, it's still super wearable. No, no midsole cracks, but it's one of my favorite shoes of all time, and I want a fresh pair. So... Uh, Nike, I don't know if you can just send me one or just let me. You know what? I'll pay for it. Just send it to me. Someone to deal with the struggle. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. That's like one of my favorite shoes of all time. Um, anytime it's anytime it's available, it's it's definitely on the wish list. So next up, we have the Air Jordan Five Fire Red, but not the one you're thinking of. The one with the 23 and the black tongue on it, that was last seen in 2014. That's one. I know, Nick, I believe you said you prefer the one with the 23 on the heel. Yeah. I go back and forth with it, but uh, I definitely want to see that shoe come back. I, I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not a five guy. I mean, I think people have pretty figured that out from listening to us, but – it's a classic. I mean, if it's one of the ones where I could walk in and it was still sitting around in my size, I'll get it just to have it for the collection, maybe put it on every so often. But yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of here or there about that one. So for me, that that's like one of my favorite. That is my favorite Jordan 5. Uh, I had them, what, 2006? Um, but ended up having to sell them when I moved and have basically wanted that shoe back ever since. I want you back. (laughs) (laughs) Very musical episode. Yeah. It's hard. I like it. I like it. It's hard to say I'm sorry. It's hard to figure (laughs) out just what to do. I was a big NSYNC fan. I say not even. No, no. Yeah. I want you back was NSYNC, right? Not Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I mean, apparently you can only be a fan of one or the other, so you better pick your side quickly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is yeah. <laughs> definitely not a Backstreet Boy. Um, Man, so, is that real? You you have to be a fan of one or the other? Is that kind of uh, like not not mixing socks and shoes? Sure. Yeah, man, apparently it's like you can't wear your <laughs> Jordan shoes with your Nike socks. Wow. It's like you can't, <laughs> yeah. Choose your boy band gang and stick with it. Um, <laughs> I'd like, like to pick B2K. I don't like either one of them. Shut up. It's laughing. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So this next shoe, it's actually been confirmed for next year already. Confirmed with air quotes. The Carmine Jordan 6 last seen in 2014. I've said it at least 20 times. Top five shoe for me. I will be doubling up on that because I have the 2014s in the closet, but I love that shoe. It is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> One I've always wanted to own and never been able to get my hands on. So I'll be uh, also trying to figure out what the heck I got to do to get that pair as well, because those things are sick like that. The color blocking, the color was just, 
I don't know. That's that that is probably the best six that's ever been made. Yeah, definitely up there for me too. Um, never owned a pair, but if I could get a pair, I would love to also get the twenty three socks that MJ wore with him with the. Uh, oh hell yeah! That'd be that'd be so hell dope. yeah. Those, I mean, so I have a pair of military blue socks, like Jordan four socks. And I have white cement socks. Yo, let me get the military blue socks, bro. What's no, up? I, I still wear those, man. I, like <laughs> I think it's funny because I stepped in resin and there's like a big stain on the bottom of them. But um, yeah, those old Jordan socks, man. The six, the seven had some good socks. Uh, this, Those, yeah, the sixes are just the craziest of socks. They're perfect. Um, all right, so next up here. I'm pretty sure you two don't like this shoe as much as I do, but it's the Air Jordan 7 Cardinal, lasting in 2010 when it didn't have reflective materials on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another Instacop. Like Nick, I had that shoe and I sold it, and I've been looking for it to come back into my life ever since. So definitely will welcome that with open arms. And I would, I would guess 2021 would be the year, right? No. Should it be 22? It came out in 92. So, yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah they've getting weird cause, because this year should have been like the year to five. But, I mean, I guess they probably pulled back because of a lot of things happening. There weren't many fives. That, well, I don't know. It's not like as many as they did for like the fours or the threes. Uh, but, anywho, yeah, I can take or leave this one as well. I have the Raptors, and I feel like that's the only pair I really, really want besides the Olympic pair. So, this one I can take or leave it. Yeah, I think uh, this is an easy pass for me. I've just never really been like a crazy fan of the sevens. Only a few colorways that I actually like with the seven. So, I just have so many songs I just cannot stop singing. All right, so again, lukewarm reception from you two, but that shoe's fire. I mean, it's like the Carmine has its own flair for its shade of red. I think the Cardinal Red, I mean, obviously it's not for everybody, but you don't see that color a lot. And I think it just works really well with the gold and the white. So, or it's yellow gold. It's not like pure gold, but it's just very nice. Um, I know you two don't like this shoe, but it's uh, Bugs Bunny 8 from 2013. I didn't buy it in 2013 because it had like the most plasticky leather I've ever seen in my life. So I just I couldn't do it. If that shoe comes back with decent materials, it's an absolute must-have. You know who no. also copped in 2013? Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle. <laughs> so I don't I don't hate the eights by any means. It's just that seven eights don't really just do anything like super special for me particularly. Um only two eights I would ever purchase are going to be Aquas or the Bugs Bunny. So if they came out and they hung around for a bit, yeah, I'd grab them. So I don't necessarily need this colorway, but I've also realized that I'm just getting lazier and lazier about like tying shoes the older <laughs> I get. So it's possible that the eights might actually be a good shoe for me now compared to back in the yes. day. So I might need to revisit my relationship with the eight in the coming years. 
I was about to cut you off before you finished your own thought correctly. <laughs> the booty is so tight. And with the seven, too, you can rock those things super loose. Yeah, you don't have to tie the sevens at all. You yeah. just slap that Haraki-style uh, boot in it. Yep. So, I'm, I mean, all right, here's why I like the Jordan 7 and 8 and by proxy the 5 and 6 so much. Because just looking at them from a design standpoint, there it is 90s as fuck. Like, the Jordan 8 is just 90s AF. And, like, that's prime. That's like when Michael Jordan was at his prime superpowers in my book. So it's like that's the strongest version of Jordan. They're polarizing designs that they don't age well for everybody. But like if you like the 90s aesthetic like I do and just kind of look at it from that perspective, they're perfect. It's just a time capsule for you. So Jordan 8 for the win. All right. So um, next up here, I hate this next shoe. The Jordan 9 um, powder blue last seen in 2010. The powder blue is the only one I've ever been like, damn, that shoe's clean. All the other nines are garbage in my book. But what do you guys think? I don't need any nines ever in my collection. I had one pair. They just, I don't dare the most uncomfortable shoe I've ever put on in my life. So no matter what color, no matter how much I like it, there's just no way in the world I'm buying another eight or another nine. Man, you guys are just haters. It hurt my foot. It hated my foot. So I hit it back. So you're telling me you never wore a pair of shoes that hurt your foot beyond that first time it hurt your I mean, come on. Uh, I feel like this yeah. is like a sneakerhead uh, myth, no, right? No, like no. we wear shoes that are uncomfortable as hell all the time you, because you we love the shoes. Right. But I didn't love the shoe that much to begin with. <laughs> and it hurt my foot. I was like, screw this. I'm selling them. Like the freaking Air Trainer, Air Trainer 3s hurt my feet. But you guess what? I love that shoe. Yeah, I mean, the, the 9 is one of those shoes that I, I really love. It doesn't hurt my feet, but it, it was my first pair of Jordans. Like, yeah, always going to be up there for me in the <laughs> original colorways. If I wanted some 9-inch Tims, I would just go buy some 9-inch <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, so the thing with the 9 for me, like the Jordan 7 and 8, it has the booty, right? That's like part of the mm-hmm. appeal to the Jordan 9. But it's so narrow that I have to size up and – and when you go a full size up and you know it's a size up and you look at your feet, they look like I have KD feet. And I don't like the way they look on my feet. It's a good looking shoe. I don't like the, I don't hate the way the Jordan 9 looks. The fast lacing is really cool. I love the booty. I like the teeth. But it's on my foot. I hate it. I just don't agree with my body type. That's what it's. Yeah. Um, so, I mean – I wanted to keep it OG colorways, but it's on the list and we're having a little more time than I thought. So the Jordan 9 Cool Gray, last seen in 2012. By proxy, we can include the Jordan 11 Cool Gray from 2010. Um, I mean, this Cool Grays, when they're done right on any Jordan, be it the 4, even the Jordan 8 from 2017, I love that Cool Gray shoe. The Wolf Gray 5 from like 2011. Like mm, when you do it right, the, yeah. it looks really good. So, would you like to see a cool gray nine come back? Just ask Nick. There's no need to ask me. <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly not a fan of the cool gray nine. What? Yeah, <laughs> didn't see I, that one coming. Actually, so I I think that the cool gray eleven is great. Like, looks like it could be 
uh, a shoe from, you know, 95, right? The Cool Gray 9, I felt like there's something off about it. I think that like the Flint 9s, the like there's there's ways that you could do the 9 that would look better than the Cool Grays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think that I think they should do a version of the Cool Gray 9, but different than the original. That's fair. Okay. I'm open to see what it looks like. Won't buy it, but I'll look at it. What if it was the same but without the patent leather? What if it was just like all new buck? Yeah, see, that's way more. That's that's for a step in the right direction for me, for sure. Because the, the the patent leather, I mean, like there were those Independent Day fives; those were clean, but it had the ugly ass patent leather. Yeah, Kentucky tens, ugly ass patent leather on them. It's just like sometimes it just doesn't do it for everybody. Uh, but I mean, speaking of real friends. Sell friends, cool gray 11s for 120 bucks. So that's where I got mine from. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Who's this friend? Did he have a size 10? Shout out to Ian. <laughs> yeah, they were literally worn once. Like the only thing wrong with them, they're starting to yellow. And I was like, I'll give you, he was asking like 80s. I'll give you 120. <laughs> <laughs> you, you negotiate. Wait, was he asking for $80? Yes. And I felt yeah. bad giving that. You were the most backward negotiator. <laughs> I'm still coming up. I'm like, uh, true, true. Because those things are like hundreds of dollars. He was used. just trying to get stuff gone. So I was like, God, I would need more. Um, I mean, I should have bought. It breaks my heart. He had Kobe ones I didn't buy for like 60 bucks. Yeah, I fucked up. But anywho, um, the next shoe, I've always wanted this. Um, I've told this story before, but a kid that used to pick on me in middle school and high school had these shoes. So... I've like weirdly always wanted them because uh, I'll be cool now because I have these. Um, the Air Jordan 12 playoff last seen in 2012. For my money, the best looking Jordan 12 behind the French blues. Um, it would be an Instacop for sure. See, that's the best pair to me after the Cherry 12s. I had, I had those when I was a kid. But yeah, I would love to have a pair of playoff 12s. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's really hard to buy Jordan 12s. I mean, just, I guess, really putting together what people say about them. Like, oh, they like look like boots, and I don't really like them. But they seem really hard to buy. Like these Gary Payton ones-esque, they just flew. So, I mean, I'd love to get a pair, but I just feel like it's unrealistic to even say it. I mean, I, I think the playoff 12s are the second best behind the Obsidian 12s. That's the oh, pair cool. that I had when I was younger, so... Okay, I like that pair too. But I, I I agree. Like I I think like the uh, the blue I forget the whatever the blue colorway was that was like the the blue game you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I tried to get those. I tried to get the Gary Payton looking ones. They didn't have my size. Uh, it's it is weird. The twelves have been weird uh, in the last couple of years. Pricing on the resale market, at least of like Soul Supremacy, they typically float around. 260 to 300 which isn't that bad if retail is 200 so i mean like i still don't recommend paying over retail on gr jordans but still not too bad yeah. those are shoes those are shoes that i would love to see like i'll even take a pair that's like worn a couple times right you took your instagram Great. photos you're not going to wear them anymore send them my way for for under retail i'll be happy yeah, you wore your Pittsburgh pirate jersey once or twice steelers jersey you're done with them send them my way those uh, Gary Payton ones. <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. So, all right. Next up here, another playoff shoe. 
Air Jordan 13, last seen in 2011. Um, I feel like we all had a weird thing about saying the playoff 12 was the second best behind something else on the last shoe. So I'm not going to say this is the best Air Jordan 13 and start there and pass it off. So no, I, I have to agree with you on that. Uh, that's the Air Jordan 13 that just got away from me. I could, I'd never owned a pair of 13s. I was so close to getting those. I just, they didn't have my size. Um, I really want the pair. One of my best friends had them and he was going to sell them to me, but he's like a whole two sizes smaller than me. I'm like, bro, this ain't going to work. So I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, just let me know when they come out. And same way Robbie's trying to get these biohacks, I'm going to be like, hey, everyone, please uh, submit one for me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've, me and the me and the Jordan 13 have grown apart. It's just not. It's just not. I don't dislike it, but it, I just don't feel the same way that I once did about it. So I I could I could live without them. All right, Nick's gonna try for me. Good to know. Yeah, I got. Oh. <laughs> Hey, I'll take all the L's I need to for you, man. <laughs> That's a good friend right there. <laughs> Saying a little prayer, man. Always. So, all right. Last shoe here. I'm calling it Audible because I realized I didn't put it on the list. Um, the Air Jordan 14 Candy Cane. Last seen in 2012. Ah, I got I to stop you there. What's up? Even though know, I didn't call it Candy Cane last year, it was the Rip Hamilton PE. It's not the same oh, yeah. shoe. Was there different? There was there was differences. I would say it's not the same shoe. <laughs> it wasn't. I can't remember. I'm not gonna lie. I can't remember if there's anything different. I just thought they changed the name on it just to try to sell more. <laughs> no. Um, now you got me I mean, thinking. Like, what the fuck was there? Uh, I don't think there was a difference. Was there? The red looks different to me. It looks more of like a hot Yukon secondary color than candy cane red. Was that? Damn, it didn't even click in my brain because I've always called them candy canes my entire no, life. No, that's the reason I said that because they literally like took the candy cane narrative and changed it to Rip Hamilton PE. It was crazy. All right, I got to hit my Jordan person up and ask about that. Yeah, I actually want to know. if Because if it does look like a different red to you, let me know. Because I want to know if it actually was, like I said, Yukon red as opposed to whatever they used on the original ones. So speaking of the uh, – no, I mean, I mean, okay, I got to say definitively. So I'm looking at them side by side. The, the Yukon Rip Hamilton pair is definitely a lighter shade red than the 2012. Right. With that said – We've seen infrared come in five different colors over the past five retros. So maybe they just changed the shade up a little bit and call their a day. But they're they're definitely two different colors. I just don't know if that's on purpose or not. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. the, so the, the color technically was varsity red on both of them, though. Oh, what? They said varsity red on the new pair? Yeah. Oh, okay. On the, on the, on the Rip Hamilton's? Okay, then yeah, they literally just rebranded that narrative. Classic case of infrared colors, like from the six of what a couple years back, and then this one from last year. That pink and then a red. So dang. Yeah, I know, but if you look at them side by side, they're definitely two different colors. Yeah, yeah, no, I believe you. That crap happens all the time. They can't figure out their freaking hue of colors. I did not, and man, that shoe was so far off my radar. I'm like, man, fuck the Pistons, Lakers for life. 
<laughs> I don't know why that shoe. I I think because of the the way it branded it or rebranded it, it always sticks with me. I'm like, you know, it's the same shoe released a couple years back, but like, I will never forgive you, Rip Hamilton. I follow you on Instagram. You're a very nice man. Your kids are very cute. You're a great family person, but never. But I hate you. So never. I just I just sent over the Rip Hamilton Jordan 14 to you guys on StockX, and I'm gonna sound like a big hater on this, but obviously I pulled it up and. It looks like the shoe has been worn, right? Like it looks like there's like sock lint. Oh, oh dang! There's a black sock lint in it. I see it. Why am I going this deep into the shoe right now? But dude, someone definitely wore black socks with this. Damn! Right? Someone wants three hundred and thirty for that shoe. They tripping. Oh, but someone wants. Oh, it's only two hundred and two for a size twelve and a half. Oh shit! Oh, I really. We're obviously not purchases. That's retail. No, retail was one ninety. That's. That's fifteen retail. That's a that's a steal. If you're a size twelve and a half, I'm not going to buy these. Um, go cop these, FYI. You need them. You need them. I mean, that is a pretty good price. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. My size is way too expensive. It's definitely three hundred bucks. I'm not buying that. Uh, all right. So was and that was that the last one on the list? That's, I mean, my, my list is now ruined. The validity of it is shot. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't your fault. They snuck that one in on you and called it something different, so it's not your fault. I called my own audible of death. <laughs> so to wrap it up, out of all the shoes we talked about, what's the one shoe you guys would, would pick on, on your list today? Like off the top. Off the top, I, I want to, like, in my heart, say Jordan 4, but I already have the uh, military blue, so I have to go with 13 playoff because I've never had it. Man, white cement 3. All right, all right. I'm going. I'm, I'm actually going with the, the UNC 9s. So. Dang. Okay. All over the map with this yeah. one. Or as, as Robbie likes to call them, the Timberland. What is it? The 9-inch Timberlands. <laughs> so, uh, I was throwing up. I guess you probably owned every one of these shoes, if not most of them. But like, of all of those, the nine. I I mean, it's just it's just like in my head right now. You know, I think I think we could we could do this episode again in a week, and we'd all have a different thought. Yeah, sneakers are the most fickle people on earth. Well, five minutes later, be like, you know what? Maybe I do want the white cement threes. Yeah. See. Well, I mean, maybe just, it's twos. I just can't either way, either way, I'm picking the most uncomfortable shoes on the list. Apparently, <laughs> oh, well, man. the good thing is that everybody listening gets a little bit more time to think about this before they hit us on Twitter or Instagram with their their pick from these uh, retros that we want to see come back in the next year, six months, nine months, soon. What are we saying? Retros, Jordan retros, Jordan, original Jordan retros, OG Jordans that we want to see retro? Well, Something like OG that. OG colors? Yeah. OG colorways of original Jordans that have not retroed in a long time. Asterisk, a long time is relative. Double asterisk, I put one non-OG colorway in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's where it's at. So let us know what, what you uh, what you want to see, what you're you're going to cop when these shoes do come back. We appreciate everybody rocking with us and spending an hour with us to uh, listen to us talk kicks. My name is Nick Ingvall. Follow me at Nick Ingvall on all the platforms. More importantly, just follow at Sneaker History. And guys, let them know how they can find you. Yeah, Mike Gillery. You can find me on Instagram, 
Twitter at MadWatcher789. Uh, of course, Sneaker History and YouTube at Mike Guillory. Go ahead and go ahead and give me a subscribe. We're almost at 200 followers. And Robbie, where can they find you, man? You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. Right on. We appreciate y'all, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you. Have a good day or night. Bye. <laughs> or afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> what up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as 5 bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what the conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.